Yo, yo, what it do, folks? Welcome to another episode of the Call of Duty Black Dads podcast. I'm your boy L, aka E Diddy, aka All World L, aka L Dro, aka I need to work on my aka. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's your boy T, aka Old Eddie Kane, aka International T. AKA your baby mama, new baby daddy, AKA Mr. Put Me in the Game Coach. Man, listen, I was just sitting here and I put damn Eddie Kane on here and it didn't even take it now. Okay, I got it. You want to say the Eddie Kane part again? It's your boy T, AKA old Eddie Kane. Eddie Kane, Eddie Kane. Damn. Okay. My thing. Right, because I forgot I forgot the first time back because it's been so goddamn long. <laughs> <laughs> and then last time I couldn't get it on, so we finally got it. So yep. But yes, folks, we are back with a, another episode. I feel like the last episode went pretty well. Seemed like uh, a lot of people they starting to get back, get back and listen to us. So we appreciate that. Like we said, we you know, apologize for the hiatus. And trying to get back active. Yeah, and that we are, and y'all are y'all are showing it. Trust me, we appreciate it. The last one got uh, been hundred almost 150 listens so far. That's what's up. The one before, it didn't pass that one up, and just so on. So we, you know, we appreciate it. Now, before, now nobody knows how we got our names as far as all world and Mr. International International is because we had, you know, we get on here and we seen people from uh, you know, a lot of other countries. All walks of life. Yes, listening. And folks, we appreciate that. And so we gonna we gonna get back to that. We got the United Kingdom, England and Wales. Okay. Yeah, we appreciate that. We got Germany, uh Please, if I say it wrong, I apologize. Hess, Lower Saxon, and another one to start with a B. I apologize, <laughs> but we appreciate that. We love you. Right. We got Canada. We got Quebec, Ontario, British Columbia, Columbia, New Brunswick. I knew uh, we had some Canadians, bro. Yeah. Australia, uh, Western Australia, New South Wales, and Victoria. Australia, man. I'm hoping uh, Liz Cambage. Oh man, hope she listening. Man, she is uh, as a, yeah. Make some D two babies because <laughs> they man, still they still gonna yeah, be about yeah, six. It might be about <laughs> right. They still might be six foot mark, but uh, and hopefully you know. uh, who was it? Uh, Mike Michael in Australia. Hopefully he's still listening. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, India. I'm not going to, I apologize, folks. I'm not going to try to pronounce these and butcher them. Japan, Tokyo, uh, Bermuda, ha- Hamilton City, uh, Mexico, Mexico City, and Nueve Leon. I think I put some French in there. Right, I would say. Leon. <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. Uh, South Africa, Western Cape, uh, Brazil, 
Start with a C. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we got Italy. Uh, we appreciate people in Italy and not know they won't tell me who. And France. Hots de France. If that's go. right, I guess. But the French accent on that one. <laughs> but man, we appreciate everybody that listens. And we gonna and we, we can't forget the good old United States. We got Missouri. Uh shoot. Yeah, we Missouri. We're gonna name off everybody in Missouri. Y'all know who y'all are. We got Ohio, Hicksville, Lorraine. The boy Cameron say we get it in Ohio. <laughs> Chicago. Wow, damn, we got yo, it's people people listening. Granny City. Yeah, <laughs> Chicago, uh Berwin. North Chicago. I already know who that is. Hinesdale, Fox Lake. Country Club, Rock Island. Man, we are appreciating this. Virginia, Washington, Richmond, uh, what they say? Mid Midlothian. Yeah, don't give me give me out here lying. <laughs> Ashburn, Warrington, Vienna, uh, Winchester, Texas, Belton, Garland, Coppers Cove, Court. And listen, shout out, <laughs> shout out to y'all. Uh, Leander, Round Rock, Mystique, Sugar, Sugarland, California. Yo, it's Candyland, nigga. Man, Vista, California, Chula Vista, uh, Chatsworth, La Quinta, <laughs> Fontana, Bakersfield, Poway, Los Angeles. Yo, I am I, I I didn't go through and look through these like I I am loving this. Denver, Littleton, Commerce City. Uh we got Florida, Jacksonville, Hollywood, and Miami. Uh let's see who else. We got Indiana, Indianapolis. Uh damn, bro. I'm loving this. Listeners. Yeah. We I'm a, I'm gonna finish up at the end of the show cuz we be sitting there but man, listen. Any and everybody that is in any of these locations or, you know, and you listen and you support, trust me, we highly appreciate it. It seemed like we got more people and we was out for a year and, you know, y'all didn't delete us. Y'all didn't forget about us. And once we got back to it, y'all hop back on and listen and we appreciate it. We are in the works of trying to get some more merchandise. So. You know, we will have some to possibly, you know, give out for free and sell at the same time. So, you know, if you know if you you're interested in some man, reach out. You know, follow, you know, reach out Instagram, cod, cod black dads, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter. Cod pod or something. What is it? Cod podcast. Uh, let's see. The Twitter is yeah. Uh, well. It's at Carl underscore podcast. Okay. And then Facebook. Well, no, nah, don't do Facebook. Yeah, don't. I mean, I ain't on Facebook. If Yeah, trap T will check because I ain't got Facebook no more. Uh, but, yeah, man, if anybody, man, reach out, connect with us, and we will respond, get you on the show if you want to be on, whatever. But we appreciate, truly, truly appreciate the love. You know, you got to build your foundation, and we got to stick to our core and y'all are the core, and 
you know, we're going to keep it moving. We're going to keep doing what we've been doing and being cool like we be cool. And, you know, you do keep what you doing, do. Like, yeah, keep doing what you're doing like you do it. Yeah, all that good stuff. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Exactly. So, anything, well, before we get into your dialogue of, you know, what you've been through. So, uh, you ever watch that show, Grand Crew? Grand Crew, nah. Uh, it's it's a show. It got a it got some. It's a black show, like five friends and they just going you know just life stuff. But there's this one episode to where uh one on the one of the girls she's a real estate agent, and then uh she was a, a rapper wanted her to be her real estate agent. So you know one of her friends is a uh, is a fan of the rapper, so he asked to be the assistant. He was all, you know, he was trying, he was doing everything, kicking it with the rap and stuff, so she fired him. So he went back to the studio with dude, and then he found out that he wasn't really going to buy a house. He was just, you know, kind of stringing it along, so they got into it. So they came, his friend came, they hang out in his wine bar. His friend came back, was like, yo, the dude rapping name was Rap Sajak. He was rap like, man. Rap Sajak. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> man, dude came in, he was like, man. He made uh he's like his new song is interesting. I want you to hear it. So he made a diss song about his name is Sher- uh the dude name is Sherman. So he made a diss song about him. He's like, I don't give a fuck about a Sherm boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, You a worm boy. You so stupid. Where the fuck you go to learn, boy? Bang, bang. So for some reason that shit is just so funny to me. So every time I watch it, I call the kids and I start bouncing up around and I be bang, 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 bang. And I'm I kept doing that. So we get in the car to leave. I'm still doing it. Aiden say, he said, stop. I looked at him. I said, I don't give a about a shirt, boy. <laughs> he looked at me and said, stop. You doing too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he missed the attitude, boy. Hey, hey, man, dude be killing me. He <laughs> So and then right before I came over here, they, they, they over there with my sister. So, uh. I called him, bro. If if you call him something and he don't catch what you say, he'll look at you and say, what you call me? So I said, bro, and I guess he because he wasn't paying attention. So he's like, what you say? He said, what you call me? So my sister was like, he called you, bro. He looked at me again and said, what you call me? She said, he said, bro. He looked at her, straight face, and then looked at me again and said, what you call me? I'm like, yo, this dude. Hey, you going to have some problems with him, man. Man, I'm like, this dude is different, man. Like, dude be, yeah, dude is different. Yeah, you going to have some problems <laughs> with him, bro. He going to be the one to test you. Yeah. I know we be talking about that shit when kids get old and all that. I got faith that he going to test you, dog. He going to yeah. test your jaw. Yeah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I'm going to be ready. I already see it. All right. So, so you got some new ink over there, bro. Who? You, man. What's that on your wrist? Man, that's a marker, bro. Man, cut it out, man. <laughs> that's a marker. This nigga hurt. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's tough, man. Yeah. When yeah. you get that? Friday. Friday. Right after work. How it feel? Uh, it felt like a, it's that, it's that single. When they doing the outline, that's the worst. It was annoying, and it was burning. And then, you know, I mean, this took. I think it took like 15 minutes so i mean it it, it, it was okay i'm like Cause you know bro when you ain't had a tattoo in a while then man you get yeah that fresh tattoo then you gotta 
Yeah, once he started mine, I'm like, woo. Yeah, like, damn. Like, yo, this is different. But I'm I'm going back because I'm getting Nike's name right here on my left foot, on my right forearm. Then I got to get Aiden's on this side. And you got the you got the font and stuff already. With you. Well, uh, Nike's uncle had drew her name on a birthday card. He an artist. So he drew her name on a birthday card. So I'm going to use that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to have her pick out like two or three different two or three different things to add to the tattoo. Okay. So I know it's going to be princess related, maybe a unicorn. And then I've been looking up like, uh, the, uh, the, like the symbol of the goddess Nike. Right. So I can get that too. Then I already know when Aiden is going to be Mickey mouse. I'm going to, I'm going to have Mickey mouse on my arm and something else. So, but yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do that. Okay. Okay. But yeah, when I, man, I say, I'm like, Ooh, I forgot about this. Man, <laughs> that shit ain't no joke. Nah, nah. Nope. All right, so you had an eventful uh, day or so. So um, I pull up to the crib. <sighs> I'm like, damn, what Travis? I called him, told him I was coming. I was like, he ain't called me. He said he was running nowhere. He opened the door. I'm like, where your car at? So tell him what happened, T. Your boy. And got into another car accident. Well, got into another accident. <laughs> that's not funny. Bruh. No, so, that's not funny. As we said a couple episodes ago, uh, shit damn near, well, about nine, about nine, ten months ago, I got into a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. Broke my collarbones, got scraped up a little bit. Yep. So, Sunday, get into a car accident. Total my car. Mm. And I'm calling my, uh, calling work and shit. And they like, man, you know how to drive? Like, mother <laughs> keep looking at me like I can't drive, man. I'm just an innocent bystander, man. I'm on the highway doing the speed limit and everything, man. Like I told him, I was like, bro, you might start taking public transportation. For real, dog. Start getting me an Uber. Man, like, we look, we need to, so we need to keep doing what we're doing so we can grow our numbers and we can get a sponsorship through Uber. And then you can just Uber for free. Shit, we get some Allstate, some uh, <laughs> State Farm, whatever. Shout out to all y'all. Come out, let me. Man, yeah. So it's it's gone. So I seen the pictures. You know when them air when them airbags come out, it's already a wrap. Uh, I had my daughter in the car, so I'm, yeah. I'm glad she all right. Uh, the whole whole Sunday evening, Monday, she been calling me, asking me how I'm doing, and checking on me. Man. She read me a story last night, so I've been good, man. Man, listen, these, when these kids, when they see something wrong with you, and they 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 know because they know, it's 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 amazing how the kids will <clears throat> take care of you. Yeah, you know, check on you and everything, and it's man, I'm telling you, that shit, that shit melt your heart, bring yeah, a tear man. to your eye, just you know, cause. You, Ain't nobody gonna love you like your kids. Exactly, man. exactly. And it's it's man, that shit. Trust me, cause both of them, both of mine, been they been on me. I seen you. They they been uh working part time with you. Yeah, man. Like so, let's see. I uh, cause I I got part time. You know, I work part time at ESPN at the radio station. So I went to drop them off. I think it was Sunday. Drop. I go out to my mom's house to drop them off. Nike like, I don't want, I want to go with you. I said, I got to go to work. I, so I want to go to work with you. I'm like, come on, man. 
So I was just gonna take her, but if you take her, Aiden, Aaron, right. he ain't going for it. He grabbing his coat. Where you going? Right. So I had to bring them. They like going there. They always running around and sitting there. And then I had I had to take them the other day. And yeah, yeah, I'm at the. They don't do anything. They just sit there and bother me. But yeah, I might have to start paying them because they keep coming. Right. So yeah, it's yeah. All right. So, title of this episode is, and, you know, it's, uh, what I'm trying to say, it goes hand in hand now because me personally been going through some shit, and now just recently you, you know, you had this accident and that fucked you up a little bit. So, it's, the this episode is Dad's Mental Health. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, it's. He over here crying and shit, man. It's, it's cool, bro. It's cool, bro. <laughs> ain't, look, man, ain't nobody crying. Uh, <laughs> see, man, this I got allergies. <laughs> I just like, like in certain in certain situations, my nose just decide to run at that point in time. Like when you got married, and I'm standing there, I'm like, I felt. I'm like, ah, oh, no, my nose start running. It's quiet, and I'm just sitting. I'm standing behind. I'm like this. And, uh, Is this nigga crying? Yeah, he said he was like. <laughs> And I'm sitting there thinking in my head, like, man, I hope this nigga ain't crying. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, yeah, so that's what, you know, that, that that's what this one's about. We're going we gonna to touch on that because, you know, men are, men are, you know, look to be strong and be able to handle everything, especially black men. And so, yeah, we're we going to touch on that. But before that, we are going to talk about, let's see. So, heard this, it happened about a week ago. About a week ago, week ago. All right. Uh, uh so in, in Florida, and pretty sure if y'all listen to the Breakfast Club, y'all heard Donkey of the Day and everything. But in Florida, a two year old girl was left alone in a daycare, locked up, all the lights off and everything. So uh Stephanie Martinez is the mother of the two year old. She was um like they, she said that she knows that they know that she runs a little late because she has to pick up her other kid. So she pulls up to the daycare and the daycare is locked all the lights off. So she is banging on, she banging on the door and everything. And all of a sudden she sees her daughter, her daughter pushes a chair and stands up on it and looks at her. She had to call 911 so they can break the door down. And like you, okay. So it says she says, I started knocking. Martina said I banged on every window. I couldn't see anything because it was dark. And finally, I heard. And finally, I heard her, and she popped up. Uh, she popped up on a little window, on a little door, and I and she lost it. The and this is in Plantation, Florida. Florida be going through some shit, man. And. Uh, says the little girl was in there for eight minutes. Uh, yeah, eight minutes by herself. So she had to call nine one one. They came and you know, fire department had to break the wind, break the door down and everything. But for something like that to happen is extremely, extremely unacceptable. Man, like I know, like sometimes a person might get complacent in their job, and because I'm sure they got procedures and stuff they got to do to. You know, to check, make sure right 
everybody out and all that other stuff. But that's just sad, man. Right. And this is a a well known daycare. Right. Kinder care. We got kinder care. Yeah, here. We so this is a nationwide daycare. This ain't no a rinky dink yeah, local. You know, yeah. Your auntie little so, sister one. Yeah, so I mean, she she she's gonna get paid. They said that the the people that um the people that whoever was working that day that left her, they're on administrative leave pending yeah. an investigation. That don't make yeah, no y'all sense. Y'all out of there. Man, first off, me personally, yeah, I'm going to call the police, let them know. But I'm also going to let them know I'm about to break this door. I'm breaking I'm yeah. breaking one of these windows. So y'all, consequences yeah, y'all, happen, y'all say what y'all want when y'all get here, but I'm breaking these windows. I'm not, my two-year-old is not going to stand there any longer by, by, this, by herself. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, who's ever running their daycare and the employees. Right. I'm pretty sure they, I'm not going to say I'm pretty sure they women, but if they women, then I'm going, you know, I got to have to find somebody. Like, you owe them five minutes for me. And if it's <laughs> a dude, like, bro, you owe me five minutes. Like, then, you know, then we going to take it from there. But get this friendly fade. Man, like, bro, like that, that shit. And you, you, you sort of went through something like that. Taylor's first yeah, day of school. Yeah, first day of school. That shit don't make no sense, man. Like, these people. People want to play with other people's kids, and it's like, yo, like, and and like they don't be understanding the severity of it. Like they, I don't know, like with with, with Taylor, like the school, they seemed like they was kind of worried, but they was like too nonchalant about it. Like uh, out of race here, yeah. Like come on, man. I see, I seen a video similar to it. To uh, I think I was on TikTok, and it, it was somebody recording this uh, this dad, this black guy. And he was in the school. Oh yeah, I seen it. And I seen it. Yeah, uh, he was his voice. He, you know, he was raising his voice because apparently they lost his kid. Yeah, y'all responsible. Yeah, and the principal told him there was another kid in there, and the principal, you know, asked him to keep his voice down. He said, "I don't give a damn if no other kids in here because you didn't give a damn about my kid and right. where my kid right. is." Like, bro, people people tend to forget. If this was your kid, how, how would you act? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like if I'm being, if I'm responsible for somebody else's kid and something happened, I already know they're gonna be pissed. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make it seem like I don't yeah, care. Downplay you know? they, yeah, downplay that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm just as panicked as you, just because. I, first off, I'm responsible. I don't want anything to happen to this kid. Right. But for other people, just to kind of sit back and nah, man, it's that's yeah. So. I hope she gets. I know she gonna get paid. Them folks need to lose their jobs and all that stuff. Like everything up under the sun need to happen. Because that's that that's, went way worse. Man, that shit is ridiculous, man. All right, so you hit me up about you know about something else you want to talk about, yes, sir. So uh, let the folks know. Yeah, I hit them up. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all probably already caught that uh, Kanye documentary i just finished the third episode but like the first two episodes because the third episode it just you know it started talking about like when his mother passed or whatever okay but the first couple episodes man like she is the definition of a mother man like everything like for real like i understand anybody would be hurt if they lost their mother but like i really understand like 
all of a sudden how this motherfucker went crazy after losing his mother, man. Right. That lady, man, she put so much, you know, confidence and inspiration and motivation to this dude, man. It don't make no sense, man. Like, that's why he's so confident and arrogant, man. His mama instilled that in him, man. And, bruh, like, she's singing his songs word for word, like, his biggest fan, man. Mm. And it made me think, I remember we talked about this a while ago, man. We was talking about, like, telling your kids you love them and, yeah. like, us growing up, like, not really hearing our parents say I love you and all that other stuff, man. Like, that lady, I'm telling you, man. Yeah. She <clears throat> she was a good mother, man. And you, <clears throat> and you know what? Um, and that's, you know, like we said before, like, that shit's important. It is. Just simple things as far as, you know, I love you. Telling your kids, the older, you know, you can do you can do yeah. anything and just being their biggest fan, supporting them and everything, because you know, you may not see it right then and there, but eventually that's gonna come out and they're gonna be as successful as they can be, or they're gonna do what it is they you know, whatever it is they destined to do, right. if they have the right people behind them. And yeah. from the jump, from the day they born, those people are your parents. Yeah. The people that are the people that raise you. So that is why it's so important for us to support, you know, and just the little things with the kids. You know, I love you. You know, you great. Yeah. Like she, man. Just that type of stuff. Your daughters, you know, you're beautiful. You know, you smart. Yeah, all that type of stuff, man. Like uh, that lady said off the hip. You was kind. You was smart. You is important. <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta really put that in your kid's head man And it kinda made me think You know like How we joke Like You know Like I, I joke with Lil Travis and stuff Man you a bum like Talking to him But we just be in a joking manner man Right right But it made me think like man I gotta really start You know Giving him confidence and Yeah I, I ain't gonna say I ain't gonna stop joking with him But you I definitely, yeah, I gotta start doing, doing more. more. Yeah, yeah, I gotta start being more positive instead of you know joking with them and downplaying them like that. Yeah, yeah, because like you say, man, <clears throat> you know we may not see it, right? But and they may not realize that they that they taking that in. Yeah, but they are, and when they get in situations and stuff, and they question themselves and doubting themselves, right? It may be a split second, and they remember, hold on, no, I'm good, I can do yeah. this. Yeah, and man, that that right there is so. So important, man, and that's what that's what everybody needs to do. Yeah, man. You know, it's important, very important, dog. Yeah, don't be out here, you know, raiding your kids, telling them they ain't they ain't shit. You ain't your daddy ain't shit. You yeah, ain't gonna be shit. Man, all that, that <laughs> man, that that shit's heartbreaking, man. Yeah. Kids don't want to hear that. So, but at the same time, I'm gonna play this, and I'm gonna have to play it off the phone. Uh. <laughs> It's this dude on TikTok. He always do stuff that black people do. Uh-huh. He did this one the other day. Things black people <laughs> things black parents say to let you know you was in trouble. So <laughs> Where 
Hey, you ain't you ain't black if you ain't never heard them phrases, bro. Hey, I didn't heard all of them. Man, I didn't heard all of them. And damn, what he say? Because I be saying that. Uh, uh, don't cry now because you wasn't crying when you was doing this <laughs> <Yeah>. shit. <laughs> man, I say that. Our true in this world, I'll take you out there. I heard that a zillion times. <laughs> Boy, I'm telling you, hey, that that, that shit is real. It's funny. One fo- one second, folks, we'll be right back. All right, folks, we back. Uh, Travis, he, uh, he think he's Chef Boyati. Yes, sir. There, yes, sir. He, he in there burning a roast in a crock <laughs> pot. I don't know how you do that, but nah, he has successfully I, done it. Cooking that baked macaroni and cheese. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Well, you know, nigga, last time I ate your macaroni and cheese, it was still milk in there. Nigga, quit lying. <laughs> I know how to, if I don't know how to make <laughs> that, nigga, I know how to make some baked macaroni and cheese. That's my favorite food. Sitting there eating macaroni-os. You- <laughs> <laughs> this nigga here. This nigga cup of mac and cheese eating ass nigga. Hey, Kraft. Listen, I hate that. I hate that I never, I never eat Kraft macaroni and cheese. Man, man. listen. Anytime, because they mama make that for them all the time. Yeah, look, Any, kids love that shit, man. Any, anytime I make it, I put some milk, and then I get some shredded cheese. I don't even use that powder yet. I get some shredded cheese. If I got some Velveeta and I'll make it up like that. Yeah, they they eat the hell out of that. Macaroni, chicken nuggets, or chicken tenders, pizza, french fries. Yeah. That's that and happy meals. Aiden, he's more adventurous. He eats he asparagus. Yeah, okay. He eats guacamole. Any anything you eating, anything I'm eating, I know when he gonna ask because he gonna see gonna come over and look at it. And he be like, can I try that? <laughs> <laughs> That's good though, man. That, that, that he liked that. Both of my kids eat they ain't picky eaters like me, man. Yeah, he. he I'm talking about you. I see it in his eyes. He look. He just be like, "Can I try that?" I let him try, it and he be like, yeah, "It's good." Chicken wings, all that type of stuff. Yeah. So, Nike, you had to force her to try it. Right. She already got her mind made up, and then when she finally tried, she got that funny look, and she be like, "Oh, that's not bad." That. <laughs> See? Yeah, she kind of, that's how I am. Man, this girl. All right, so this is, uh, like I say, we talking dad's mental health. I got this idea because, you know, kind of, you know, your boy been struggling a little bit. You ready to uh, talk about this yet, man? Nope. Been struggling a little bit, you know, all year. And then uh, I seen this on Instagram. So apparently the story is, uh, this, uh, this this mother uh, caught a video, got a video of her son. So sad, she said, sadly, my son finally shows his emotion after he lost his dad slash my husband to suicide. Damn. So this is just him crying in his room, yelling, I guess, you know, talking to his dad. So um, we're going to play this real quick. I got to play it off the phone. I couldn't figure out how to get it on the, on the computer, so I'm going to play it off the phone. So here we go. I don't 
nothing but pain. I don't live the same no more, bro. At all. I try to smile and I stay happy because I support the ones in this house. And I know how they feel when I try. I try to be strong. But this is not it. I swear. Because I'm in my room every night by myself crying. Because I know you're not here. Damn, bro. Man, that, that, that got my, uh, like, got something in my throat, bro. Man, that's that, sad, man. Yeah, man. That, that, that's tough. That's extremely tough. That's, that's hard. And that's so sad to hear. Because, man, you know, I have, I haven't been to that point, but, you know, for somebody to get to the point to where they feel like the world or people would be better off without them. Bro, I like, think we all have been through that. Yeah. Yeah, like, and just, you know, being being somebody's parent and you doing that, like, you can, I don't want to call it selfish, but at the same time, it is. But then on the flip side, like, you don't know what somebody's actually going through. Right. You don't know how hard it is for them to, you know, move around and get up. And put a fake smile on their face. And, you know, and they just feel like, you know, one, they may feel like everybody would be better off without them. And two, this this is like a relief for them. They don't have to go through what it is they're going through. You know, we don't know what happens after you leave. But as far as them being on this earth. Right. They chose that because they don't want to, you know, they they don't want to go through whatever it is they're going through anymore. And what's uh, just you know, to piggyback off of that, man. And I ain't saying one person's pain is worse than the next, man. But with a black man, like we looked at as being invincible, bro. Like we mm-hmm. always got to be strong, and you got to count on us. You got to depend on us. So when you do get to that point, man, like I said, everybody has been through that. Yeah. Some yeah. point in their life, man. Yeah. That shit hard, man. You feel like everybody depending on you. Shit stressful, man. And and I mean, like I said, and that's the reason <clears throat> that's the reason I had, you know, that last episode I had to shout out Gina. She my therapist and she 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 listened to the episode and she said she was ecstatic when she heard to say it, you know, say the name. But she also said that we are hilarious. <laughs> she said she she loved, you know, just our, you know, our back and forth and everything. But at the same time, I shouted her out because, like, without her, when everything, you know, when everything kicked off for me, I ain't, I didn't talk to anybody. She was the only one I wanted to talk to. And talked to her and she like I talked to her a lot. I was just talking to her maybe once or twice a month before. Now I was talking to her twice a week, texting her and stuff like that. And I know that's her job, but you know, at the same time I'm pretty sure some people may be like, yo, okay, just take, you know, take a couple of days, take about a week before you contact me again unless it's dire. Just right. you know, she she never did that. She been you know, solid ten toes down with me from the you know from the jump. It's been, excuse me, it'll be 
two years this month since I started talking, you know, since I started seeing her. And, right. you know, like I say, man, it's just, it's been days where I didn't want to do anything. And it's been days where like I say, okay, I, I didn't say this. I haven't said this before, but like her and Nike. So like I say, when, when your kids see that something's going on with you, you know, so I'll be at home and I'm down, down, down. I'm talking about tears and everything. And Nike just come up to me and she would say, Daddy, it's going to be okay. And she'll put her hand on my back and lay her head on my shoulder and just rub my back. She won't say nothing else. It's all it takes sometimes, man. man. And then Aiden, he'll just come up and he'll stand up on the couch and put his arm around my neck and say, Daddy, I love you. And just... Between Gina and Nike, those are the only two people that I was willing to talk to. Right. I wouldn't, like I said, I, man, I wasn't doing much and I'm going through, I'm going to work. I'm not saying nothing to nobody. I'm just, and then, you know, when I'm out, I got to put on a, you know, I got to put on a, 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 you know, fake smile and stuff like that. But man, it's getting, it, it's getting better. But man, it started it in the last year and it started this year. Like, man, this shit has been, this shit has been hard, hard, hard. And it's still it's still tough, but in time and me, you know, doing doing the podcast, being around, you know, my homies and everything like that, like this type of stuff that helps helps me take my mind off things and stuff like that. Because a lot of times, bro, like when I'm at work, I'm by myself. Yeah. I'm at the crib. It's either me or the kids or I'm by myself. Like everywhere I would go, I would be by myself. So I don't have anything but my thoughts. Right. So I just got stuff constantly running through my head, and that shit wasn't helping, man. And I say it's, like you say, for black men, black men just period. We, You know, like you say, we looked at as invincible, do everything, but then at the same time, up until our generation, you know, all we heard, you know, nobody, nobody wants to see a therapist. Right. Nobody wants to, you know. Look at us weekend. Yeah. You know. That's for crazy people. Right. I'm going to figure it out myself. I, I told my daddy, you know, at one point in time, I was seeing a therapist. God is my therapist. That's what he told me. Things like that. And, you know, it's it was always a stigma on, you know, talking to people, talking about your problems and stuff like that. But at some point in time, you have to realize that that doesn't help. You have to actually find some help, somebody, you know, a professional and just getting stuff out because, man, you know, the more you get stuff out, you, you start seeing the shit feel good. You start feeling a little better. You start thinking a little different as far as, you know, how you feeling and stuff like that, man. And it's like because you never want to get to the point to where you take your own life. Yeah, that that's a final decision. Like there's no coming back from that. And also, you know, and on top of it, you're a dad. You, once you leave, you don't know how your kids are going to take that. Right, and how that's going to affect them. Exactly. And their life, man. Exactly. You heard, you hear the pain. He, you know, he's remembering his dad say he wanted to spoil his kid. Like, yo, but you're not here. Now, he has now, from that, unless he gets some help, he is going to take yep. all of that yep. 
he's going to bottle up, but on top of it, he's also going to feel like, now, I am the man. He just he said it. I I'm, I have to take care of everybody in this house now. And that's going to put more stress on him, and yes. that's going to trickle down to his kids, and that can possibly trickle down to their Man. It's just an ongoing cycle, man. Exactly. So unless his mom actually gets him some help, you know, to to start helping with that, that it's just going to be a cycle. And, that, and that's what's going to happen. And I say, man, we got to just men, men in general and people and black black folks in general, man, we got to do better and not think that asking for help and talking to somebody like, you know, like that shit helps. Trust me. It may, you know, different, different struggles for different folks. You, know, you try to f- something, find something yeah. that can help. You know what I'm saying? Say, man, just, oh, man, like, I said, man, we've all been through them hard times, man. Like, me personally, like, I've never, like, like, I've thought about, like, damn, like you said, shit would be way easier if I wasn't hurt, man. Yeah. But, like, actually thinking about going through with a suicide or some shit, like, just thinking about my kids and all that shit, like, I I wouldn't be able to put myself through that, put my kids through that, none of that, man. Right. And I'm, you know, I, I I had that thought before, but that was... When I was at home with my mama, I ain't had no car. I couldn't find a job. You know, I, I didn't have anything. I'm at the crib with my mom, no money, no nothing. That's, you know, that that's when that popped up in yeah. my head. Recently, with, you know, everything, I, have, I haven't had that thought. But I'm sitting there telling myself, like, I said, if, if these kids weren't here, I would have packed all my stuff up and I would have left. I wouldn't have told nobody nothing. Yeah. I would just I feel you, hopped bro. up in the car and just gone. I feel you, man. Um, I, it's just you know, uh, and like on the was it the last episode we was talking when I was talking about um when Aiden had the popsicle. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was one of the reasons I was getting so emotional because I feel like I let them, you know, I let them down. I say anytime, like, I worked late one night, and I was supposed to pick them up, but I got off. I got off later, so by the time I got out there, uh, they were asleep, so they just stayed over there. And yeah. Nike, and Nike said, you know, I thought you was coming to get me yesterday. I said, I'm sorry, I worked. I worked late, and she was like, but I, I wanted you to come pick me up, bro. My eyes started watering, cause anytime, like during that period, like I say, it's getting a little better now. But during during that time, bro, anytime I I didn't I didn't follow through with my word for them, I felt like I I felt horrible and I felt like I was failing them yeah. and I was doing something wrong. All the emotions and stuff that I had going on did not help with I man, I'm telling you, man, that shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. You ain't alone, bro. We all we all been through that, man. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. That's why you gotta Got to check on your peoples. Talk, on you know, gotta gotta talk, shit and like. So I met Gina through Glenn. Right, he's been seeing her, you know, and he was calling me when all this stuff was going on. I wasn't answering. I just text him like, "Yo, bro, you know, I got some stuff going on." Uh, he, no, he t- I I didn't ask for a couple of days. He texted me like, "You alive?" I'm like, yeah, man, you know, I got some stuff going on, you know, just, he was like, all right, just checking on you. So when I finally talked to him, kind of hinted everything going on, told him about, uh, you know, I got to see Gina. 
I sent Gina the money for my session. She sent it back and said it's already been taken care of. He paid for a session for me. Damn, man. Shout out to Glenn, bro. That's that's some real nigga shit right there. Man, like, and he said he told me he was going to do it. I'm like, bro, you don't have to do that. And the thing is, he didn't tell me that he did it. He just right. did it. And, you know, like, I don't know if he realized. I'm pretty sure, you know, we talked, like, how much that meant. And, yeah. I, you know, I appreciate it. And it's like, yo, to have people that are there for you, that shit helps. And yeah. it's like, man, just. Shout out to Glenn. Man, though. I'm telling you, big shout out, man. That's that. That's my guy. Like, you know, it's, it's I say, man, you know. It's it's pivotal to have people in your life that you know that are gonna be able to help you in some right. some form of fashion, and that's the reason that's the reason I wanted to really hop back up on this because you know I'm like yo this is an outlet this is a help yeah, help you clear your head yeah and just your take, mind off of shit exactly just take me out of what I'm going through at that time, and you know we good no that's what I'm just you know just. Like, that's a lot of growth and shit that you showing, man. Because I'm the type of person, like, when I'm going through some shit, like, I shut down. And I, like, I don't want to deal with nobody. I don't, like, I don't want to talk to nobody about it. Like, but the fact that, you know, you you seeked help and, you, you know, you, hey, it's bigger than me. Yeah. That's real. That's, that's big, man. Yeah. I mean, and I've always... I've always known, like, at different points in time, there was something, something going on with me. Like, the first time I felt like I needed to see a therapist, I, I thought I was bipolar. Uh-huh. Because I, uh, like, my mood would just, anytime, like, I would go to work, I would be, I'm talking about, bro, I'm sitting there talking, laughing, as soon as I get to work, just, yeah. I'm just, like, and I would just flip-flop from time to time. I'm like, man, something going on with me. I need to find somebody. And didn't, and then... I don't know, talking to G when we was at work one day and he was telling me about Gina and, you know, I was like, man, what's her number? And I got in touch with her and, like, I ain't, I've never been, never been shy or anything about, you know, finding, seeking that. And, right. you know, I talk about it, telling all the people in all the countries and cities that listen to this, that, you know, and I ain't, I ain't hiding it. It is what it is, yeah. Uh shit, I go to therapy. I talk to it, you know, and it the shit helps. Simple that I mean. So it it's nothing you should be ashamed about. You know, it's something that is gonna help you, especially like you say, you got kids, man. That's that and that's what you're doing it for, man. It, exactly. And hell, I'm I'm even it's crossed my mind to, you know, when they hit a certain age. Start taking them to a therapist so right. they can start working out some of the little things that they have so that shit don't build up. Because, yeah. you know, it's different nowadays, especially when they start hitting high school, middle school, high school, all the internet and social media stuff. And, you know, you just, just at some point in time, your kids stop talking to you. Yep. And you got to put in their head early that it's okay. Like, like I said with black men, man, it's okay to show your emotions. Like, I know a lot of times... We get ridiculed by women. Are oh, you being too emotional? Nah, 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 nah. But then when you don't show emotions, it's a problem too. So, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I say because at some point in time, your kids stop talking to you. They start internalizing all this stuff, and you don't know what's going on, and you want to help, but 
you know. So I think starting them out early, just, you know, making them comfortable and making them get comfortable enough to come to you. And that, right. that's part of your parenting, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When they come to you and they want to talk to you about something, don't don't shame them for it. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it may be awkward, especially some of the stuff you're like, damn, you know, it's awkward for you and it's awkward for them. But if you make them, you bring them up and they feel comfortable enough to talk to you about any and everything, then you will, a lot of times you won't have to worry. Because if you see something's off and you ask them, hey, you know, Taylor, 13, 14, you like some, you know, you like something ain't right. She, she look a little off. Taylor, what's going on? Talk to me. And if she, if you, you do it and I already know you're going to do everything you're supposed to do. So she going to feel comfortable to say, well, this, 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 and this. And then you're going to be like, okay, you know, you're going to know how to handle it. Or you're going to know you're going to be able to go somewhere or something like that. You, She's not going to deal with it alone. So, you know, that's that's the point we got to get to, you know, as far as us and then, we're, you know, the kids. Let me ask you this. When you first began going to therapy or whatever, was it hard the first few times to, like, really open up? I mean, yeah, you know, just kind of getting comfortable and I mean, and with Gina, like she, she, you know, just kind of getting to know you, and then, you know, like, see, I it 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 was hard, just because, you know, I didn't really know, I didn't know where to start, what exactly I wanted to talk about, but like, kind of once you get going, and you start talking about something, and then something else pop up in your head, like, oh shit. But this, you know, this, this, and this, and that's how I kind of found out, you know, kind of came to realization, like, everything, like, a lot of your problems come from your childhood. Yeah. And that, that's when I came to that realization. But, like I say, the more the more I got to talking to her, different things started popping up. I say, if it wasn't for her, I don't know how long it would have been before I talked to my daddy. Because I was talking to her, I was able to get my mind right. Like, you know what? I am going to actually try to have a conversation with Because you remember when we was on this podcast, I was like, yo, that's it. Ain't no more trying. Ain't no more talking. That's a wrap, man. I, You know, if it happened, it happened. If it don't, it don't. But talking to her got me to the point where I'm like, all right, you know, you something, you know, and I was able to do that and we mended our relationship. So just, just you know, it, it was difficult, but you find the right person, man, that shit going to start flowing, and then you just going to start coming, you just going to start thinking about stuff, and without even without them really even saying anything, you're like, hold on. And, like, like she, she, hands down, like, I, I don't know what the hell be going on if I have For real. Shout out to Gina. Man, big shout out. I told her. <laughs> I told her after this one, you know, I'm a, I want her to come on so we can kind of dissect and break down, you know, ask some questions. And she like, uh, she like, she she said she's an introvert. I'm like, well, me too, but I kind of broke out of it. And I'm like, well, I'm like, you know, you can come on and you know, we ask you some questions and stuff. And she's like, all right, all right, we we'll set some up. You, I see you <laughs> try to pull it out of me. So, <laughs> but yeah, most definitely, you know, I definitely have to get her on. So break down some of this stuff because in the long run, man, we want to be here and good for the kids and good for ourselves. And 
that's why that, that that's why I'm trying to get to and in due time, man. In due time, it's it's, it's been difficult, but in due time, I will get there. All right, well, you got anything else? Nah, man. I think uh, yeah, I think that that was a uh, well needed, man. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'll die. Well, yeah, no, I ain't gonna dive all the way into it, but I got enough, man. You know, got enough. Uh, so. You got any jokes? We gonna get into the quote and jokes because I got something to do. He got to finish burning something on a crock pot again. Burn if somebody cook, again, if somebody can tell me how you burn something in a crock pot, man, this dude just be putting smut on my name, <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, One of the man. best to ever do it, man. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what you got? All right. These, I'm expecting booze because he a hater. <laughs> but why did the football coach go to the bank? Come on, man. To get his quarterback. Boo. Yeah, boo. Boo. Hey, Tom, shut the f*** up. Boy, watch your mouth. Tom, shut the f*** up. Yeah, I, I was expecting that. Yeah, you should have known. That was so predictable. Uh. All right. What do you call a teacher that farts in private? Private tutor. Damn. Foolish man. <laughs> yeah, we ain't coming this hard this week, it look like. <laughs> uh, why can't a leper hide? Because uh, they're always spotted. Is that what it is? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Boo! Hey, Tom, shut the f up. Boy, watch your mouth. Tom, shut the f up. Uh, to the guy that invented zero, thanks for nothing. Man. I've seen it on a bad jokes. Oh, uh, well, listen, all the jokes ain't gonna hit. Probably the worst <laughs> <laughs> since we've been doing it, man. Well, no, we had another time. The first one my mama listened to, she was like, uh, y'all need to do better with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, uh, you got a quote? Yeah. While children build their identity, question the world around them, and identify their strengths, how they talk to themselves plays a major fact factor when it comes to determining the life they will lead. Which goes back to Don West, man. When you instill that type of stuff in your kids, man, they can go far as they want, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ain't got no specific quote today. Just <clears throat> take care of yourself, man, mentally. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you can work out your body. You can stack paper. You can be the, 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 the buffest leanest person in this world but if your mind ain't right then you know so take care of yourself so you can take care of these kids so you don't so you don't get to the point to where you leaving these kids out here without you because no matter what you think the kid you know your kids need you there's people out here that need you so just make sure man just take care of yourself man mentally more than anything as well yes mental so take care of yourself um 
say, man, we, we we hope y'all enjoying this. Is this is more one of our deeper episodes, um, but it's needed because you know it is is parenting, you know that that's a part of it. Yeah. So well, uh, but as usual, folks, please rate, subscribe, review, follow us on Twitter. This is at call underscore podcast. Uh, Instagram, Call of Duty Black Dads. Also, if y'all into music, you know, uh, you know, early early two thousands and things like that, check out the Back to the Source podcast hosted by Frank Grimes and your boy here, L, aka E Diddy. You know, you can find that everywhere. Let's do the same thing: rate, subscribe, review. But like the homie Bomani say. Leave five stars because you leave anything under that. I consider you a hater. And as usual, folks, be responsible and raise your damn kids. And we out. Peace.